All right. Good morning, golfers. Welcome to On Par with Anthony Scorcher. Thank you for joining us on this sort of rainy July 3rd, 2021. As always, a pleasure to have in studio, live at Beth Page, Woody Lashin, co-owner of Pete's Golf Shop. Woody, what's going on, buddy? Uh, it's another holiday weekend, and it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? After the heat we've had, I think... Um, I think uh, we could we could all use a little cool down considering uh, the heat and humidity we've had uh, earlier this week. I think the golf course certainly could use a could use a cool down. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's no uh, I mean, golf course superintendents. You know, they're always under enough pressure, and when when it's 90 degrees and 85 uh, percent humidity, and you know, grass is wilting, no matter how much water you put on it. They still, it's still going to wilt. Yeah, I think the biggest thing he was talking about last week is is the warm nights. Right. right. When it's right. over seven degrees, seventy degrees at night, look out. Yep. Um, yeah, there's just you're right, and and so basically the the soil is cooking yeah. basically overnight. <laughs> <laughs> so golfers, if you if if the conditions are a little soft, and then you know over the next week or so, uh, just bear in mind, given what the superintendents are are, are, are up against, yes, uh, please be a little understanding. Um, it's not going to be firm and fast every day, especially with that kind of weather. Uh, looking forward to talking to one young Turner Foster this uh, this morning. Woody, I know you know his dad pretty well. Um, Turner plays at Loyola. He's a Suffolk County all champ, uh, all, uh, Suffolk County champion back in t- 2016. Um, so looking forward to talking to him. Um, so it should be, uh, you know, just a little bit about amateur golf and college golf. Uh, you know, it's a little different from when you played in uh, your days. Just a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, there are a lot, those players are a lot better than I was back in the day. You know, <laughs> these kids are like, um, I, I like to call these kids like professional amateurs, right? Oh, they I are. Mean, it's they like are. unbelievable. Well, it's, you know, golf is caught, caught up with every other sport. Right. When you were, when we were young and the kids that were playing football or basketball or baseball, they were doing it, you know, 24-7 and, you know, just getting bent. The golf we didn't really have that. Right. Today, you've got that from the junior level. All, I mean, just listen to Little Sticks. I mean, they're talking about the young kids that are, you know, the, the, the two young guys that were interns and now are working their way up in the golf world. So right. uh, we didn't have that when uh, when, we, when I was a kid playing golf. So. Sure. No, they're, they're polished and they're so much better, so much faster, so much more mature golfing-wise uh, than than we can imagine. So looking forward to talking to him. It's going yes. uh, to be fun. But we're going to take a short break. We'll be back in 90 seconds. You're listening to On Par with Anthony Scorcher. Pete's Golf. Since 1979, Pete's Golf has been practicing the art of club fitting and has been selected as a top 100 club fitter by Golf Digest magazine. At Pete's Golf, we use the best technology available to create an exceptional fitting experience for every customer that walks into our store. Visit Pete'sGolf.com or call 516-248-6891. That's 516-248-6891 and get your next set of clubs fit for you. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it, Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. Hey everyone, this is Chris Fochel with Mizuno. 
There's no better feeling than having your clubs perfectly dialed in, and with over 2,000 authorized performance fitting partners nationwide, it couldn't be any easier to get custom fit using Mizuno's revolutionary Shaft Optimizer 3D. Find the right shaft and match it with any of our legendary grain flow forgings or our award-winning hot metal irons featuring high-strength chromoly. Visit MizunoGolf.com to find the nearest authorized fitter in your area. And remember, nothing feels like a Mizuno. All right, and we're back. Welcome to On Par with Anthony Scorcher. Pleased to have in studio co-owner of Peach Golf Shop, Woody Lashin. And on the line is a sophomore at, at Loyola University, Turner Forster. Turner, how are you doing this morning? How's it going? I'm, I'm doing, doing well. Yeah, good. I'm glad to, uh, glad you could join us this morning. And, um, you know, normally we start with uh, sort of your early journey in golf. But I guess when your dad's a, a golf professional, I guess we sort of uh, know how you got started in the game of golf. But um, was was golf always prominent in your life when you were younger? Yeah, so um, golf was always, like, a very big part of my life growing up. But mm-hmm. I was um, – really big into basketball so that's kind of what i did through uh middle school and even high school and and you so basketball was sort of your main focus and then you and and golf was sort of secondary and then that kind of flip-flopped at some point definitely basketball kind of uh was the big focus and then after i won counties my sophomore year i was like definitely more into golf just because i thought I could really do something with the sport. Sure. And and did you play a lot take advantage of a lot of the um uh you know junior tournaments and junior circuit it seems you know it's so uh it's so expansive now you it seems like there's a lot of opportunities for young kids to to get tournament experience as opposed to uh like for Woody and I that stuff really wasn't around. Yeah, no, definitely the the tournament experience and just exposure out in the med area is um, like some of the best in the country. I I think there's pretty much a tournament every week that you could play in, and um, yeah, there's in the summertime there is always something that you can be playing in. Tell us a little bit about like what your what your routine is this summer. Like, uh, what's your is your are you pra- trying to practice every day in the gym? So, so yeah, I'll I'll try to work out. Um, try to do some. Just like a lot of like um, body work stuff, no, not really a ton of weights, just so um, I still have like good feel. And then, yeah, I'll do, um, I'll go to the range in the morning, hit balls, and then normally short game after, and then pot following that, and then try to get games going um, in the afternoon with some of the caddies. But uh, yeah, I, I try to play and practice pretty much every day to prep for. Uh, tournaments since I have them pretty much week to week. So you got a, a full schedule of tournaments this uh this summer? Yeah, so I've had um I've had a couple already but yeah they they pretty much go there's qualifiers for each of them, so unless you do um finish I think in the top ten of them then you get exempt. But yeah you pretty much have a qualifier um early in the month and then two weeks Two weeks go by, then the tournaments, tournaments there. But it's it's definitely very stressful to have to qualify for each of the events. Are, are you going to play the uh, Hebron here at Bethpage this week? Um, I'm not. I actually have a Met Amateur qualifier, but that was my one of my first big amateur events um, that I played in, and 
it was just a great challenge to play at the Black, and that tournament was um, awesome. Just because they, when I played in it, they had it right before the Travelers, so like, and they played it at the uh, Black that one year. Um, yeah, so like all the tents were set up, and it it felt just like such a cool. It was just such a cool experience. That's the, the 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 battle of of playing amateur golf, right? So you want to play the Hebron, but you want to play the the MJ uh, amateur. So you got to get the qualifier. It's the same day. You got to you got to make a decision as to what you want to do. It's uh, it's tough stuff. Yeah, exactly. All the uh, there's so many events that it's just some of them happen to fall on like similar dates and. Um, but yeah, you just kind of pick your pick your schedule, and I guess it's risk reward because the Met Amateur or the Michael Hebron you don't have to qualify for, but the Met Am you do. So it could be a a risk to try to qualify for the Met Am, but at the same time, it's a great event. We have confidence you'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> Turner, you know, for you know some people, young people who listen here now at Beth Page, or even going to download this and and listen to it afterwards, I'm just wondering you know if you could tell us a little bit about your transition as a golfer um from high school to college what was that learning curve like for you it was um it was definitely a big learning curve just so my i have very solid team and um the top guys on our team are really really good and just seeing how um well they manage their time and well um they play and just having to adapt to kind of like um a different aspect of golf because it's not only um, individual anymore. So now you're um, also focused um, in trying to better your team score as well because your score could count. So you have to focus on both individual but also worrying about your team. So it's definitely a, um, a different form of golf, but it's so much fun. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just a great overall experience so far. I, I love the camaraderie. camaraderie well, Easy camaraderie, for you to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of, of college golf. I, I just, you know, being part of a team, golf is not usually a team sport, and um, I love that. Well, and I also yeah. think it, it, it helps with um, you, uh, young kids maintaining their, you know, with their maturity because it, it's, you know, when, you, when you're playing for yourself, it's easy to go down the rabbit hole if you're playing bad. But when you're maybe when they probably maybe or there's a chance they need your score you need to hold it together do you feel like that you feel that kind of pressure uh turner definitely definitely added pressure but <laughs> um but i i love it it's um, yeah it makes it definitely like a like a more team sport and i love team sports just as much as uh like golf as an individual sport but just combining the two i think is just it's awesome well playing college golf really i mean and even high school to an extent is be in a sense, it's almost like being on a different kind of basketball team because it's a small team. It's not it's not 30, 40 guys. It's uh, you know, the, so you're used to that sort of um, that level of camaraderie and that and that intimate nature of that that group setting because, um, like I said, the rosters for 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 basketball are no different than they are probably are for golf. No, definitely, yeah. It's a smaller team. Only like you, know, you try to keep around twelve guys or around that and um, mm-hmm. yeah the whole team's super close um, that's what I found the best about college golf so far is just um, it is a small team so everyone is very very close to each other 
Now, Loyola was closed for most of the, you know, during COVID and whatnot. So how did that affect what you did and how you prepared for this coming spring? Yeah, it was, it was hard. So, well, my freshman year, you know, the spring season got canceled and then as well as the fall did. But the, the fall is definitely different to prep for just because I try to stay in um, tournaments locally. So the MGA, again, still went all throughout the fall. So I was playing in um, okay. amateur events and as well as like a couple like of the pro events around here. Um, just trying to stay in in shape. And then actually me and um, three other kids on my golf team went to, to Florida over winter break and played in um, just a bunch of different golf courses, just trying to get a, like a good feel, just getting ready for the season. And how much, and then did, um, did, did Loyola like provide you with like a practice plan or some sort of, like when you're away from school, do they tell you this is what we want? You don't have to get into specifics, but is there sort of like a organized table of contents of what they expect you to do? Um, so as a team, we generally like talk about, say like our last spring season or whatever it was, we had um, just like flaws in our game and Mm-hmm. Usually it's pretty consistent without the whole team. And, right. Uh, this last year was, like, on tight courses, we struggled a little bit off the tee just getting something in play. Mm-hmm. Um, just overall as a whole. So that was, like, kind of our main, I would say, well, my main focus as well as, like, a couple other of the teammates. So we were just trying to get, like, a, a specific ball flight and height just to get, get it in play. Mm-hmm. Turner, I know you've worked with uh, with Sonny at my, my, my shop. I'm curious to for your feedback as to, you know, what what you did with him and how it worked out. Oh, yeah, that was uh, an awesome, awesome day. But me and Sonny, we, we were looking just for a, a driver that I could hit both ways. And the one I was using um, at the time, I could only hit it uh, from left or right. So we were kind of trying different shafts and different club heads and um, – just to try to figure out what driver is the best for me to get on a course and hit it, be able to hit it right to left and be able to hit it left to right. And, um, yeah, we just went through a bunch of different shafts, a bunch of different heads, and just found out what looked kind of best for me. And you still using that driver working out? Yeah, I love it. It's my favorite club in the back right now. So. <laughs> oh, that's, I like to hear that. That's huge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you do you um, are you a junkie a golf junkie like Woody and I? Do you enjoy that process? The idea of of going to I always get excited when I'm going to to Woody's shop because I I, I like I enjoy that sort of um, that the process of getting better and trying different things and seeing what's going to be best for me and more importantly learning about what it is I do and what I don't do. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm definitely. Uh a golf junkie when it comes to that kind of stuff. Just growing <laughs> up at like at a uh, golf course too, like um, in the back office of the pro shop, there's like a bunch of stuff like that to like build clubs and put on grips and and um, I just find it so cool that you could you know change so many things with the golf clubs nowadays and um, just use it to your advantage. 
Yeah, I I, um, I always consider myself lucky that I'm not that close to Woody because <laughs> he's a, he's a bit of a drive for me, and I don't. That, it could be like a double-edged sword. You could go down the rabbit hole, and and it could be more harmful than um, than 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 positive. So uh, I'm grateful that I have access to him. I'm just great, more grateful that I don't have an all-access pass to where he is. <laughs> yeah. How, how's your game now? Where? How would you rate your game? Where it is? How much do you work with your dad on your game? Um, what is it? What is it? To, and, and to piggyback on that, what's the one thing that you want to be able to know that you can do going into the next season? Um, my game, I feel, is in a pretty good spot right now. Still have uh-huh. to work on um, a couple, couple things with my with my dad that we've been working on uh, off the tee, just same kind of things that we did to get it kind of that ball flight in the fairway but mm-hmm. <clears throat> um no my game's in a good spot but one thing i want to do definitely before college is just um go into the events because we have a pretty um pretty stacked uh fall season with like a good lineup really good teams and i just want to be able to go into the tournaments and know that i can win them it's it's sometimes tough just to you're going against guys that are top golfers in the country and um it's definitely you definitely put a lot of pressure on yourself but yeah i, I just want to be able to go into those tournaments just know i can win them you know i i, I my, my my little piece of advice to you would be just you know remember that a lot of these guys that these 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 really good players were were, were good in college but they weren't necessarily great they weren't winning everything yeah. um you know, it, it takes a long time sometimes for your golf game to get, and you know, to its best. And sometimes in college, the the kids that are winning after college, sometimes their their careers, you think, oh, they they, they want all this stuff, they should, and they never never can go anywhere with it. So you just got to keep going at your own pace. Get, get you know, you just keep getting better. One of my my yep. friends, Joe Harwitz, who who played uh, oh, yeah, the Canadian Joe. Tour for a bunch of years. Yeah. Um, and he said, he, I, I said, you know, Joe, what he keeps you going? He goes every year. My scoring average keeps going down. He goes, as long as that keeps happening, I'm going to keep at it. The minute my scoring average goes up for a year, he goes, I realize I'm not getting better. Um, and, you know, he, he tried for uh, five, six years, and then he, he couldn't do it. So takes a, you know, he, but it takes a while, and he consistently got better and better and better. And I see that with the young kids, mm-hmm. you know. Sometimes a guy that's winning the tournament today, he could, you know, could have peaked. And right, you, exactly. You could just, your own game, just keep trying to get get better, you know. But makes that benchmarks, um, you you can have some great success. Yeah, no, definitely. Turner, how much do kids today are so much more in tune, and I think uh, rightfully so, with the mental game and sports psychologists and and the idea of visualization and positive outcomes. How much do you subscribe to to uh, to what sports psychologists are? Uh, are, are you know are putting out there today? I I think it's huge, just because um, it's definitely a, a new part of the game that's um, kind of taking definitely a bigger turn. But I I use it a ton, and um, my dad's actually like big into it, just because it it does something that it's like hard to get by just playing and. Um, it's just all I find golf a lot about uh, well, a lot about confidence and just if sure. you can be confident over the over the shot and know that you're going to hit the shot without fear of like outcome, um, 
I think that's so important, especially under like tournament pressure. And yeah, I, I find visualization just very helpful in just um, making, helping make committed, trusted swings. Yeah, you mentioned a good thing there, right? Expectations. Expectations can be like, might be the number one at the top of the mountain of the list of, of being a golf swing killer or a golf score killer. Uh, and, but it's difficult to play without expectation because you want to perform. And, but expectations can be a, a huge hindrance to the golf game. Definitely. Yeah, I, um, it's, you know, everyone always says it, but like you got to play one shot at a time and, um, that's like you hear that from everyone, but it's it's so true. Just because, um, especially when you get to a golf tournament, you know, three days long, and you're already looking at outcome of the third day. It's right. You got to Yeah, it's it's a long long three days, so you got to take each shot at a time. What do you uh, What do you plan on majoring at, or, or you know, or what are you majoring at in Loyola and? Also, since your season was canceled, do you anticipate that you'll take a fifth year, or you're not sure yet? So I declared my major to be a finance major, mm-hmm. um, which, honestly, a couple of the kids on my team as well are, and they just thought it was – I mean, I talked through it with a bunch of the guys in, in finance, and they love it, and they say it's very helpful. So mm-hmm. and then I will be doing a um, – a fifth year as of right now just um i think it's the most beneficial thing for me and um and yeah just to get a play an extra year of college golf i mean yeah uh, i can't it's hard to pass up that opportunity just because i mean i'm having so much fun with it now well, not too much fun, but I'm glad you're having fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I, I, I think um, that's one of the benefits, right, to the, having this sort of automatic fifth year. You're auto, it, it, on some levels, it's like you've already redshirted a year almost. Um, and so you get an extra year, you get an extra, you know, college years are so much fun, like you said. Uh, and the, the friendships that you make uh, are, are friends for life. Uh, without question and so why why not i mean you have the rest of your life to work uh as we all know uh, i i don't see uh, any reason not to take a fifth year i agree i mean unless you're yeah. doing some sort of medical thing right where you have to then move on and matriculate to a medical school but if not where you have a you know I know kids, I know girls who play lacrosse and, you know, they're going to dental school or medical school. And so they have to really matriculate. They can't postpone another year. So I get that. But if you don't have to, I mean, it, it, it's 100 uh, percent worth taking the extra year. Yeah, no, those, those are my thoughts exactly on it. And I think those that those golf years, at least for me, I have such, you know, such great memories of playing college golf. You can do it for an extra year. It's that's that's more memories you're going to make. Yeah, and you and you're much more mature, and and you know, um, and now you, you you at that point too, you might have like a lot of your credits taken care of. So you're almost just like a professional golfer because you don't really have a lot of school to do because you might have. Uh, knocked out most of your coursework and so you know you, you might have a class or two you have to take or a pretty light load that your uh, you know your main priority might be just golf at that point uh, Turner so what are you um, uh, going into you want to play the Hebron uh, I'm sorry the Met Open and then any other tournaments? Met Amateur, uh, Met Amateur. Amateur I'm sorry what other uh, tournaments do you plan on playing this summer yeah so 
Med Amateur is the qualifiers next week, and then I qualified last week for the New York State Open, so that will be um, probably one of my bigger ones uh, this summer, That and that's actually at Bethpage Black also. So, okay. Um, I'll be practicing hard for that right after the qualifier and um, just trying to get my game game ready for that. Make well, sure you get out here and you get a pra- couple practice rounds under your belt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, well, Turner, thank you for joining us this morning. We wish you all the best of luck for the rest of this summer, for the rest of your uh, uh, your your golf your collegiate career. Hopefully, uh, maybe we'll have you back on uh, in a in a year or two or so to see how the progress is coming along, and and it'd be fun to revisit you a couple years later. Uh, we wish you all the best. That would be great. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Absolutely. All right. Good luck this summer. Thank you. All right, take care. All right, that was sophomore Loyola University golfer Turner Foster. must be fun to be young, right, Woody? Oh, I'm, I'm reminiscing. <laughs> um, no, but, uh, you know, I think it's it's so, you know, I, I shouldn't say that. It, to me, it's more interesting in the sense that, you know, you're around these kids because they come to you, they want to get better, they're fitted. So you're, I, I, you know, these kids, I'm not around them as, as much as you are. And so to, uh, to talk with them and see what they're thinking, and it's amazing how good they are and how mature they are and how polished they are. Uh, I was I couldn't put two sentences together like they can. Um, <laughs> nevertheless, play golf under pressure like they do, you know. Uh, no chance, no chance. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. But it's all the junior golf programs. It's, it's right. you know, I didn't start playing golf till I was thirteen. There was no junior tournaments. You know, I mean, right. N- now you can start playing golf when you're six. I yeah, mean, right. Exactly. I've worked with a bunch of. I, I worked with a couple of girls the other day. Uh, 12 and 14. The 12-year-old was a 2.3 handicap, and the 14 was a plus 1.2. Oh, my God. I mean... That's absurd. You know... <laughs> I mean, great, but, but absurd. they've been playing golf <clears throat> since they were kids. Their dad loves golf, and they yeah. watch their dad playing golf, and and they love it. It's it's great to see. It really is great to see. Yeah. Uh, what are you playing in? Are you going to play in anything this coming uh, on? You got? I don't... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the uh, Glenhead Classic... Okay. In uh, in August, mm-hmm. um, as a senior. Nice. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm not sure what else I'm gonna. Um, I'm going. I'm going to Memphis um, to uh, to shoot some videos for uh, Golf Digest on club fitting. Awesome. Um, so I'm not gonna play. Uh, the, there's the the um, uh, MGA Senior uh, Open qualifiers that week. So I, I'm gonna miss that. Unfortunately, I'd, I'd love to love to play with that but uh, we've only got about a minute left why don't you what, what it says can you talk about the golf digesting or is that um or maybe not <laughs> i mean it's it's you know golf Digest is going to shoot a whole bunch of, of video stuff on uh on club fitting uh, anything um, in particular or is it a wide range we're going to cover everything um and it, it's 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 really more uh, driven towards people that are getting into the golf fitting industry and they want to learn about club fitting and learn about you gotcha. know what you know what to do and you know um, so it's more it's geared more towards the actual professional fitter as opposed to a yes. educational thing for people like me correct gotcha. correct i mean they, they might do some some part of that i'm sure they will because it's it's a couple of days of videos so sure. you can cover a lot of stuff but, absolutely uh, i'm just looking forward to getting together with the you know the peers in my field um and learn something absolutely 
Well, that's it for this week. We're uh, just about out of time. Really appreciate you guys tuning in. Appreciate Turner coming on the show. Uh, we wish him all the best this summer and in college. Thank you for Woody for coming in. That's all we have for today, but um, we'll be back next week. You're listening to On Par with Anthony Scorcher.